What's up? Welcome to the Pretty Decent Podcast, the podcast that barely meets expectations. My name is Javier, and I'll be your host. So relax, grab some snacks, and enjoy. All right, now let's get to the episode. Okay, we're rolling. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's a Pretty Decent. This is episode 64. I am definitely not re-recording this episode because I realized that, that, that I ruined the audio and the video on the original episode 64 but hey you know here we are it's part of the grind happens i'm not a professional podcaster i'm just faking it till i make it um but i received so many complaints of people asking javi when are you gonna release episode 64 it's been a week and i'm like people i also have a job that i have to attend to and i also have other stuff that are that is going on in my life that I have to, you know, do. So I'm sorry, um, but yeah, when I was editing the episode yesterday and I realized that I messed up the audio. So I was like, it just pretty much pushed back everything that I had planned with the episodes and stuff. But yeah, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make it up to you guys. Don't worry. I have. I have a lot of good things planned f- coming forward in the podcast, so, you know, just stick around, stick with me, you know, I'm I'm still learning, yeah, I've been doing it for almost, what, two years, I think it's going to be two years in August, I know I've been doing it for almost two years, but, you know, I every, you, you always learn something new with this type of stuff, so, and I know you're probably asking, like, hey, Javi, where's the... Where's like the the logo that you always have over here, you know? And I'm like, mm, you know, like I set up everything to record, and then I saw that there's just a glare on it because I'm recording during the daytime. You know, that's why you can see my tanned face at the moment. Um, and there's just I have this window right behind the camera, you know, to give some like natural light, you know, the aesthetic. Um, and it just like you can't even see it, and it was just it would it would have just bothered me if I were you know watching the the episode that would have bothered me. So I figured you know what like just here's so that it's not empty. And I'm sorry for the stickers because I know that's gonna bother some people. But hey, focus on my on my beautiful tanned face at the moment. Um, but I gotta I gotta give credit. To you guys, because you guys surpassed my expectations with episode 63, uh, because that episode broke the number of views in, I want to say, under 24 hours, I think it was. Um, Obviously, I'm going to combine YouTube and Spotify because (laughs) numbers, but yeah, you, you guys, I wasn't expecting it to receive a lot of recognition Uh, obviously you know as a as a small creator any validation is nice but you know it i don't do it for the views or anything like that i generally do like talking to you guys and you know i get messages from people saying like they enjoyed the episode and all that stuff and asking for more content and stuff like that so it really means a lot that you know there's people out there enjoying this because i really enjoy doing this for you guys as, and I also do it for myself, but so thank you guys, you know, from the bottom of my heart, it really means a lot, and I feel like every episode, I'm, I, I need to give you guys thanks, because 
it's, you know, like most of this wouldn't be possible if it weren't for you guys. Um, and yeah, I, I feel very bad because when I was trying to decipher what I was saying in the original, I guess, in the original episode 64, it was it was like so good, man. I was like, the jokes were just on point. And I know like I won't be able to live. I won't be able to remake that episode because it was just so good, man. Like I had so many good jokes and now it's just like, I guess it'll be a, a deep cut. If I figure out how to fix the audio in the video, it'll be a deep cut. And then I'll probably like, it'll just be like a, a, like a bonus episode further down the road. Because I, the breakdown, I remember from like rewatching it, I talked about uh, the Flash and the, into the spider, no, across the spider verse and some stuff about my personal life, but I'll kind of like deep, deep, Jesus, dive into it a little bit in this episode because a lot of big things happened this past week that I want to cover with you guys and share about you guys, share with you guys because, you know, a lot of people apparently like listening about my life. So I appreciate it because I feel like I keep it, it, how to explain it? Like more competition comes into my life where I'm losing people who want to be interested in my life. And I guess we're going to segue into, you know, that topic. And it's that the fact that um, now I'm competing for attention with a baby because my brother and his wife now have a baby girl. And so, you know, congrats to you. I'm very proud of you, you know. The Sierra last name is going to carry on for a few more generations because I don't know if I'll be able to do my part in carrying that name forward, but I'm very proud of you. I'm glad that everything is okay and, you know, the baby is healthy. Uh, my sister-in-law, she's also healthy. I, w I reached out to my brother and I was like, yo, like, how's the baby and how are you guys doing? And she's like, no, the baby's fine, cries a lot, but... We're just tired, and I'm like, damn, can't relate at all because I don't have a baby. But <laughs> uh, no, but I'm I'm very happy for them. Uh, your boy's officially an uncle. I'm not only the f the the daddy of the internet now; I'm the, the uncle of the internet. <laughs> when I say yeah, <laughs> I okay, I I know I keep saying that I give. I'm like a total daddy, <laughs> but it's because I have been, I, I have been told that I give very, of like a safe presence, if that makes sense, like a common presence and, you know, that type of stuff, kind of like what a, a, a dad would give, you know, um, and you know, I, I, I learned from the best father figures out there, my dad, obviously, uh, you know, Pedro Pascal, the the other daddy of the internet, Oscar Isaac, the other daddy of the internet, and you know, like it's just me, the other daddy of the internet. Yeah, it's just pretty obvious, you know. Um, I definitely dress like a dad when I go to work. I hate every moment of it because it's not me. I don't like wearing 
well, I do like wearing jeans, but I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just, a, it's just, you know, like, because I, I, I'm, I'm young. I'm 22. I, there is no reason why I should be dressing like a dad, but apparently, you know, professionalism, there's a dress code and all that stuff. So it, it definitely does ruin my, my vibe because I don't want to, I don't want to dress like a, like an old person five out of the seven days of the week. So it, it kind of sucks, but hey, you know anything to pay these bills because they're pretty expensive so um but yeah no it's crazy it's crazy to put into perspective the fact that you know like I'm an uncle because I if I'm being honest and I feel like I've mentioned this a a few times before I genuinely thought that the end of the world was going to happen in 2018 right as I was about to graduate high school. But that's because I I wasn't sure what to expect after high school. And like, you know, obviously like living 18 years at home and like being surrounded by family and having like this like routine and all that stuff for the past 18 years. And then like, okay, there's like this massive change is coming and everything. I genuinely thought that I was like, yeah, you know, like if I make it to my high school graduation, if the end of the world hasn't happened by then, I don't know what's going to happen. So and then like same thing happened when I graduated college because I was I generally did not think I was going to graduate, not because I'm not capable of graduating college, more of like the sense of like something tragic is going to happen to the entire world and I'm just not going to make it to my graduation. Um, I mean, we were relatively close with the pandemic but that's you know that's a that's as close as it as we got to that of like not graduating at all and now that you know I just wrapped up my first full year as a full-blown adult I guess that's how you say it it's it's crazy you know because um you don't really obviously when you're in first person you don't really see the growth that you are going through compared to when you see your friends or people around you that are growing and, you know, and especially, you know, being away from my family, what it's been, how long has it been since I was in Honduras? Uh, When? I want to say it's been two years, three years, maybe. It's been a long time since I've been in Honduras. So it's it's kind of like, you know, like picture this, you know, you're watching a movie of a, someone else's life and then you leave the room, but you don't tell them to pause it. And then you come back a few minutes later and then it's like, you're like, oh my God, you're so grown. Oh my God, you've changed so much. But to them, it's just been, I don't know, like, a year or two but to you it feels like so long you know like because when you're a first person you don't really notice all of these changes that you go through or like the psychological changes or the physical changes or everything and so you know like it's it's weird knowing that obviously not seeing my family every day and like spending time with them every day is kind of crazy to know that you know my 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 parents are grandparents now and like, you know, my brother is a dad and I'm an uncle and like, you know, like I feel like I, I'm just 
well, I am just starting uh, my adult life, but it's crazy that it's already been a year. You know, it's going to be a year in a few days. Um, in a few days, it's going to be a year since I started working. And, you know, like, I think I mentioned how in May was this past May, it was a year since I graduated college. You know, it, it's so many things. It's crazy to put time into perspective. And especially times go very fast when you're having a miserable time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just keep seeing that meme. Every every time I think about like how time goes by fast, I always think about that meme. But no, your boy is good. I'm having a great time. Um, it's really been eye-opening to just, you know, sit back and like look back on like everything that has happened this past year. Um, and I'm I'm also kind of like surprised at everything that has happened because you know like obviously it's a it's inevitable that you're gonna beat people and also you know you're gonna let go of other people that's just like that's just how life works um and it's funny because when i first started when i first moved here i told myself i'm like you know what i'm not gonna be here for that much longer like I'm, i don't want to get attached to that many people blah 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 but in typical hobby fashion, of course, I got attached to people. And now, like, you know, two of my closest friends, they're moving to other cities and other states. And, like, I'm very happy for them uh, because, you know, they're growing in their lives and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I I, personally, I do like seeing my people, the people that I care about go into new ventures in their lives and you know start new things that because you you never know what people are going through so sometimes like a change even though it might be hard a change is what they need to just have you know for something better you know change is always good that's something that I like to say and even though like I'm not moving or I'm not going anywhere physically, I try to put myself into things that are could change my outlook in life or like change my life physically, you know, like being in a healthier lifestyle or like, you know, better mentally, better emotionally, whatever. Um, but I'm very happy for them. And, you know, you, there's also like everywhere on social media you have people getting married and getting engaged and having kids and then you're just like sitting there you know in your old recliner you're just looking at it and you're like damn like people really do be living <laughs> people do be getting older because you don't you don't really think about that when you're in school like you know when you start you're, you're an 18 year old fresh out of high school then then you're like you, you it doesn't cross your mind the fact that some of the people that you're going to school with are going to be getting married like four years later you know it's it's crazy and it's it, it's just hard to think about all that stuff and because you know like honestly I don't know where I'm going with this and I'm tired of talking about all of this but <laughs> yeah in i guess in to to wrap this part up because i don't i don't i don't want to kid cutty the entire episode um congrats to my brother i'm very happy for you i hope i get to meet the baby real soon 
I don't know when that'll be. It'll probably be five years down the road. I'll be that uncle that only shows up on Christmas every five years or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, now I'm competing for attention with a baby. It's not, I don't know, the baby. It's crazy because, you know, like me being here, people already forget I'm here. Like, and <laughs> I don't mean to be it in a depressing way, but that's just true, you know, like, uh, like I don't have family nearby. The closest family I have is in Louisiana. So even then, that's like pretty far away. So people just be forgetting that I exist or, you know, like, and I know like, I sometimes should be reaching out, but at the same time, I'm like, I just forget because sometimes I even forget I exist, not in like, like, oh my God, Javier. So no, it's not in that sense. I'm like in the sense of like, I, I'm just in like my, in my zone that I just forget that I have other stuff to do and like, you know, talk to other people and stuff. So now it's just like competing for attention so that people don't forget that I'm here. I th and it's, <laughs> I don't know if this is, I found it pretty funny, but I was talking to my cousin and I was telling her like, yeah, you know, like now it's uh, like, I have to compete with attention for attention with a baby because, you know, people are just going to forget that I'm here, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, that was very deep. Are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not, it's like, whatever, like, you know, why do you think I post stories, and, like, why do you think I have the podcast and stuff, it's just because, like, people forget that I'm here, and, like, the only way that people seem to reach out is if, like, if I post a story, or if I post an episode or something, and I'm, like, I'm joking, okay, like, sometimes, like, sometimes I do like the fact that people forget I exist, because I just do my own thing, and no one bats an eye, like, for all, like, I, I drove to Cleveland one day because why not, you know, that I could do that type of stuff if I wanted to when no one would bat an eye or, for example, when uh, like that little trip I took on Memorial Day with my friends to Cary, Illinois, to look at the like the giant mailbox or all that stuff. That was a trip that I was originally planning to do on my own and I wasn't going to tell anyone. I was just going to hit the road and go there. Or there's been times that I just like, I have a lot of trips planned to do on my own and I like, I have no intention of telling anyone because they'll, they'll find out once there's an episode, you know, because it's just, it's nice. Like I, there, as an adult, I don't have the responsibility of telling people what I'm doing. So obviously I'm not doing anything illegal or anything bad or anything like that. It's just people forgetting that you're there just means that you get to do more stuff and then free of judgment. I don't know. That's just the way that I see it. Obviously, sometimes it is nice that, you know, like to do stuff with other people or like, you know, having people reach out and stuff. And sometimes I do reach out to people, but sometimes I'm just like, depending on like the week that I had, I don't have energy to be reaching out to people unless I want to like, I'm getting to know someone or like I'm talking to someone in like a romantic setting or whatever. But that's different because I want to see where that goes. Whereas like, I'm not saying that I don't like talking to my friends, but I, I, I'm like not a high maintenance person when it comes to friends. Like, I, 
you know, like I can go, it's pretty funny because I can go, I want to say a month or two without talking to my best friends or seeing them. And then I'm just like, yo, I'm going to go to your apartment tomorrow. So be ready or something like that. And like, it's like time hasn't passed because like we just catch up and then like we're just chilling and having fun and everything. And then it's like, okay, we're good. Like, because I feel like my friendships are strong enough where like if we, if there is an issue, we communicate with each other and we're like, okay, there's something, this is happening or you did something and I didn't like it. So, and we will talk through it and then like as healthy relationships should be. Um, Because honestly, it would be very exhausting to talk with the same, like imagine talking with your friends every day with all of your friends every day of your life i'd be drained i can't do that i can barely talk to my coworkers at work and i see them every day yeah i'm kind of glad that i live by myself and i don't have roommates because i've just sometimes like i go days without saying a single word at home and it's just me just like walking around talking to myself and stuff or like Today, I left the house to do groceries. I didn't talk to anyone in, outside because that was just me. Like, I don't, I talk to myself in public, but that's about it. And yeah, you probably think, oh my God, you're so crazy because you talk to yourself. Yeah, I talk to myself all the time because I enjoy talking to myself. Like, I, I make pretty funny jokes, so I laugh. So, you know, um, but speaking speaking of laughing and stuff, I have been working on a stand-up set. I don't know why, <laughs> but I I want to just I want to do it because I want to. I feel like it could I could be good at it, but I won't know if I'm good at it unless I do it, you know. Um, and I know like there are some bars and stuff here that they have open mics and stuff, and it was pretty funny because I told one of my coworkers that I wanted to do stand-up, and he's like. And I told him, like, there's a, there's an open mic in, like, some bars around. And he's like, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, because I want to, because, you know, like, it's interesting. It, you know, like, I, I think that I'd be good at it. And he's like, but, I, and I could ask him, I was like, would, you know, like, would, would you go if I invite you, you know, just like to see it and see if I'm good or not because like I feel like friends are like are the best way to like you know like I, my friends would keep keep it a hundred with me um and he's like I don't think I would go and I'm like why why not like you know like uh and because I was like w- what's wrong with an open mic and I was like I'm not expecting you to do it I would do it and he's like but why would you do it and then like he sh- he thought that when I meant open mic he because he was like oh like I know someone that does open mics and like you want to see what they do and i'm like i was like sure and then he thought it was slam poetry and i'm like bro i'm not gonna do slam poetry like why would i do that i meant like open mic in the sense of like a comedy like you know a stand-up set or something like that and he's like oh yeah i guess i would go but i wouldn't do it and i'm like i'm not expecting you to do it i would do it because like i want to it's just something that sparks my mind and like i i keep right like i have a few stuff written down already uh it's just i'm just conflicted because i don't know if a lot of the jokes would land here because where i am it's like farmville illinois and 
you know, it's kind of like, it'll be a rough crowd. So I, I feel like I have to, if I were to do it, I have to go somewhere where there is like a diversity of people there that would kind of like, where the jokes would kind of land, or at least majority of them would land. And another friend was telling me like, maybe I should go for like, you know, college towns and stuff. Cause like, there's a better chance of the jokes landing there, especially because of my sense of humor mm-hmm. and, you know, like the social media that I, my social media intake and all that stuff. And I was like, mm, I guess that makes sense. But I kind of want to, I, I, like the first one, I would do it without anyone that I know being in the in the audience because I feel like I would just be more comfortable like that. And then once I get a, a hang of it, I'll be like, yo, like, I'm going I'm to be doing an open mic. Why don't you like come come see what, what it's like and stuff? Because for the longest time, I was just thinking, I was like, I'll just improvise and like, you know, on the spot and everything, but I'm like, no, like, I feel like I, sh- I should at least write some stuff down if I were to do it, because I don't want to make an ass out of myself on stage, and yeah, I don't know, like, <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, some of the, like, the jokes that I would make, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, say them here, because I'm very proud of them, I'm like, yeah, this will totally land, um, but I have to add more stuff to, because I have a journal that has all of the all the jokes that I would say, and I'm very proud of them. Um, but yeah, man, it's this past June, as we're wrapping, as we're starting July, and you know, Fourth of July is upon us. Upon us. If you're watching this, hopefully this is this comes out on Monday, um, July third if I manage to edit it and everything. Um, but if it doesn't, I hope you had a great 4th of July. I hope you were safe. I hope you ate some good food. Some burgers, some hot dogs. Um, if you lit up fireworks, I hope you didn't burn down your house. Um, I don't know. I feel like I thought this was gonna be my first this would be my first fourth of july here in the states but then i remembered that last year i also i think my parents were with me last fourth of july because they were helping me move in but i don't i don't remember what we did last fourth of july i have no see i have a memory of a potato because i don't i generally don't remember what i did last fourth of july but i guess like it'll be my first one where i'm just like you know, America, beers, guns, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, so it'll be interesting because I don't know. I, I feel like it might be similar to Christmas where I just like was stuck inside doing nothing because everything is closed. So the only difference is going to be the weather. But other than that, it'll be pretty similar. Um, so, yeah, you know, I hope you, you, you had a fun 4th of July with your family. You ate some good food lit up fireworks i never understood the hype with fireworks even though at home in christmas and in new year's we always light up fireworks never really understood it it's fun i guess i don't know i don't really like fire uh (laughs) we're gonna dive into some of my deepest darkest fears uh but yeah um Sorry, my ADHD kicked in. Um, I kind of, so, because I don't know if I'll be able to release 
the original episode 64. Uh, but I kind of did want to talk about The Flash because, you know, like it's been two weeks since I watched, no, a week since I watched it. And okay, like I feel like I've been able to marinate on my thoughts and my feelings on the movie. So if you haven't watched The Flash, spoilers ahead, uh, spoilers ahead for The Flash and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, but I was gonna say, oh, I just remember one of the jokes that I had in the la- in the original episode sixty four. I I had this joke that I was saying like of, about me competing for attention with my knees, and I was like, yeah, so now I'm competing attention with the baby, but like not that the baby, like the baby. And I went on for like two minutes just saying like, but not like the baby, but the baby. But then, like, you know, because, like, you have the baby, like, let's go, that the baby, but not, like, the baby, the, that baby. I'm competing with attention with the baby, like, not, like, let's go, the baby, okay? And it was pretty funny. I was very proud of it. I'm going to see if I can, like, snip it, (laughs) that portion, and put it into, like, maybe maybe at the end of this episode or i'll just like make it into like that segment and just put it out because i was very that was that was on the spot and i was very proud of it because i laughed so hard re-watching that part yesterday so funny but anyway let's talk about the flash um also i need to talk about the grimace shake incident the all the tiktoks because so if you didn't know june was in June, McDonald's was celebrating Grimace's birthday. Here you have the little purple thingy. This is the McDonald's and Cactus Plant flea market collab, by the way. Um, but yeah, McDonald's had like the Grimace meal, had birthday, whatever, right? And I, I'm so sad that I was never, I wasn't able to try the milkshake. <laughs> Just thinking about it makes me emotional. But, um, TikTok was just everywhere, man. Like, be like, hi, everyone. We're here uh, trying the Grimace milkshake, uh, the Grimace shake, and we're going to give it a shot and see what it tastes like. Uh, happy birthday, Grimace. I love you. And then, like, they take it, they, they drink it, and then, like, something, like, cuts to, like, and they're, like, like laying down, and then, like, the milkshake coming out of their mouth, and all that stuff. And... Some of them are like genuinely very scary. Others are pretty pretty creative. And then I was talking to one of my friends, and I was, and we were talking because we wanted to to do like one of those videos of like us drinking the grimace shake. Um, and the last day that we could do it was on the thirtieth, and that was when he was moving out. And I was like bro, we have six hours left until, you know, the Grimace shake is gone and stuff. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do it. Um, But just, we had so many ideas. Like, we were, I think one of them was like, what if, like, we, like, what was it? No, because it involves talking about work and I don't want to. Never mind. But we did have ideas about doing, like, of our own version of the grimace shake because like he <laughs> I, we i think for a long time it was just like 
watching videos of like the grimace shake and like we would go to go to work and we just start talking like bro like this is scary like some people are so creative and then he was like do you think like mcdonald's like is you know like on board with all this and i'm like i don't think mcdonald's cares because they're just getting money out of it because people are going in to buy the shakes and stuff and um i don't know i was like because I think one of the reasons why I didn't do it by myself, like go into the drive-through to buy it by myself, is because like, because I was by myself, you know, like it'll be like pretty embarrassing. Because I don't want people to think like, oh, she's doing it for the TikTok and stuff. But like, kind of, kind of was, but I didn't want it to be like that, you know. Um, but yeah, and also like, I have to, I need to start like actually taking care of what I eat and stuff because. The marathon is in 84 days, I think, 85, 84 days from when I'm recording. Um, and that's like 12 weeks, I believe, or something along those lines. And I really need to start like actually work, focusing on what I eat and stuff because like I've been doing a terrible job. And like yesterday I ran 10 miles and ugh, the humidity just beat my ass. It was bad. It was very bad. I, I stopped and like walked easily about half a mile total and i was just like god i just need i just need this to finish i i'm like I, i'm over it like i just want to go home um but yeah i'm just I, I i'm feeling good about running i just know i need to like get into like the mindset of like all right we're gonna crush it in september at quad cities uh so we really need to get on our a game right now but yeah uh if you i'm sorry if you tried the grimace shake let me know because i i genuinely wanted to try it and I, I okay i had this whole bit as like the cold open for one of the episodes it's gonna be like i walk in and i'm like oh like doing like a review of the grimace shake and then like cuts to like me where probably like around that vicinity over here and it'll just be like me standing in the corner with just like shake coming out of my mouth and stuff and then just like i feel like that would have been pretty funny um but unfortunately i can't get the grimace shake anymore so i'm sorry guys uh, i failed as a content creator but yeah um on other news we also had I wasn't going to talk about the submarine again, but no. Well, I did find out that Virgin Airlines, I think it is, that they're trying to do some space travel as well, similar to how, you know, Ocean Gate had the submarine stuff. And I'm like, that's just failure. You know, like, you just, you don't, didn't you learn anything from Ocean Gate and, like, the Titan and all that stuff? Like, I mean, if we, I don't mean to be, like, sadistic or anything like that. I guess that's, I don't know if that's, the word in English, but if you want to send some billionaires up in to space and then something happens, hey man, <laughs> it's your fault because <laughs> red flags, red flags are there. You should really acknowledge them. I'm talking about space travel, and I'm also not talking about space travel. So, you know, if there are some red flags, acknowledge them. I'm talking to you, viewer. You know there are some red flags that you should definitely acknowledge. Mm -hmm. 
um uh 2023 Javi talking to 2021 Javi <laughs> but anyway um yeah okay I because I okay I I have like 30 minutes left and I don't want to talk about the flash so anyway if you haven't watched the flash spoilers um it's been it's been out for like two weeks three weeks so just watch it anyway overall I'll say the flash was all right um the I will say the before I go into the story, um, I will say the the visual effects. It took me a while to get used to the shitty visual effects, because for like the first twenty minutes, I was fine. You know, the scene with the babies, I thought that was the babies just look very fake. Like considering how much budget they had and how much time the movie was delayed by. I feel like it should have had better visual effects, but hey, I'm not a CGI artist, okay? Um, but it, I feel like it like it did hinder my enjoyment of the movie because whenever there was like Barry and then like young Barry in the same room, you can tell like one of them is CG, and that really like made me not able to focus on the movie itself um which is insane to think about because other movies have had you know like that whole thing where like the same actor plays two people because and they do it a lot better and it was like way way earlier in history you know like you had did back to the future do it i think i maybe i don't know if back to the future did it um, oh yeah, Back to the Future did it. Yeah, when in Back to the Future Two, when Michael J. Fox, when Marty is in 2015, and then like he plays his entire family pretty much. So yeah, you know they did it there, and they did it pretty good. And then it was like insane. It was like that movie is old as hell, and they did it even better than The Flash, or also The Parent Trap, you know, with Lindsay Lohan, and she's playing both of the twins. So you know, so I feel like there wasn't an excuse there to have awful cg effects cgi effects on like whenever you had old barry and young barry um and also like some of the action scenes you can just they look like ps2 graphics and it's just atrocious it's just awful um and i know like the director went out and said that the 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 effects look like that because it's supposed to represent you're supposed to see the world the way Barry sees it with when he's going into the speed force and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's just a very cheap way of saying, like, we just have shitty visual effects. So we're just going to say it's like part of the art aesthetic or all that stuff, which is just BS. Like, just admit it. Like, the visual effects are ass, okay? Just admit it. Um, and I know a lot of people had issues with the cameos at the end so did i because that did not add anything to the plot if you were doing something to build upon the dceu i would get it but make the cameos relevant to the dceu but if you're making a soft reboot to this new like dc universe that um james gunn is taking charge of then don't include it because you're just blue balling all of the dc fans that were hoping for something to come out of it you know like 
supposedly the ending was meant to have Michael Keaton be our Batman. If you don't know what DCEU stands for, is DC Extended Universe, and that's supposed to be the Zack Snyder's DC Universe, the one that he built with you know Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Aquaman, all that stuff, and now the Flash. Um, so if if you were building to that, then I guess that makes more sense. But if if the Flash now is meant to be like this soft reboot to start everything again, what's the point of having all those cameos? Because like it it is borderline disrespectful to put terrible CG renditions, or just it's just straight up disrespectful to have you know cameos of people that passed away, actors that passed away, just to like. You know, because it's not even fan service. It's just like, you know, it, like inst- like if it would have been, what's the word? If it would have been um, like old recordings or like scenes from their movies or their shows and all that stuff, that would have been fine. But they went the road of making CG renditions of them. And that's just disrespectful. Like... And I know, like, Star Wars has done it before, and and but I feel like that's different because those characters are already established in the universe, and obviously, like, you know, they they go and talk to like their estate and like their families and all that stuff. But I feel like the way that because this one does isn't doesn't even add anything to the story. It's just relevant, pointless cameos, like. We don't need to see the universe where um, Nicolas Cage has long hair and he's Superman fighting a giant spider because in the that was going to be a Tim Tim Burton Superman movie, but we never got it. So like, why are you showing it? Like, we don't need. It. How does this add to the story? Okay, um, but going back to the Michael Keaton stuff, because that's I remember that's where I left off. So he was meant to be the Batman moving forward and he was going to make, he was going to be Bruce Wayne in the Batwoman movie. Was it Batgirl? No, the Bat, yeah. Because there's Batwoman and there's Batgirl. He was going to be the Batman in the Batgirl movie that got canceled due to tax reasons when Discovery bought WB. But then they left it with like George Clooney being Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, so what is this is pointless like you're just shoving all of this in our faces and you're just like making it worse because it just doesn't make any sense like he's not gonna be the bruce wayne moving forward so why do you even show it like you know and i don't know is that like the movie has a lot of flaws but for me the saving grace was that the flashpoint story in like thematically has a lot going for it um because you know it's a story about grief it's a story about moving forward it's a story about learning to deal with the past and not letting hinder your future it's a story of family a story about love and all that stuff so that's literally the only saving grace that i could find for the movie because when it comes to like the theme of Barry learning to grow with the fact that he can't save his mom and, you know, like he has to 
just come to terms with it that that's just like what has to happen and you know like he can't change that and like he can't let the past define who who he is in the future all that stuff or like you know like um how uh like for example when barry saves supergirl uh and then supergirl asks him like why did you save me if you realize that i'm not kal-el Kalel is Clark Kent. That's his real name. Um, and he's like, you just looked like someone that needed help. So I just, you know, helped you out. And, you know, or like, you know, like the, this, like just being good because that's the right thing to do. Um, or like the theme of, you know, him not realizing that if, even if all he can do is save one person, then that's okay like you know because then that that can lead to that person saving other people and like there's like this domino effect and all that stuff because at, at one point like i do like that these Zack snyder movies really connect very well with each other because you see well in batman versus superman you saw like the events of man of steel from the perspective of bruce wayne and then in here you see the events of man of steel from the point of view of Barry because apparently uh, the events of Man of Steel happen uh, a day after Barry got his power so he was still learning and all that stuff how to use his powers and everything um, and I will I did like the way that they explained the multiverse like it's just a bowl of pasta and all that stuff that it's just a mess which is true because like every every multiverse story is a mess I feel like the one few the few multiversal stories that have been good are everything everywhere all at once and spider-man the into the spider-verse across the spider-verse movies because that is like a really nice way of explaining it and all that stuff because marvel has to marvel contradicts itself in every story that has to do with the multiverse like the rules are just there are no rules apparently so you know like because you have a universe where every Doctor Strange looks the same, but then like you have Peter Parker looks different in all three of them. Uh, okay, or like you know you have um, Loki's look different and all that stuff. It's just very confusing and complicated. But you know, um, and then DC had like this whole mess with the multiverse, where it's just like I guess like every studio or whatever can have its own interpretation of the multiverse um but and i did find it very disrespectful that they not put grant gustin's flash in it and they put jay garrick's i don't know i don't even know his act the actor's name that plays like the fake jake garrick um in the cw show because i was like grant gustin was like the real interpret like he was he he is my flash okay like i grew up watching him watching the show and everything um but going into like the actual character of the flash in the movie i did enjoy um how they explained the science behind it like for example how when he's saving the babies he can't just like grab them at at like full speed because he can literally kill the babies so he you know he's like doing like putting the one in the microwave and like just like touching them or like throwing something so that it like bounces off and then like you know moving their uh trajectory and all that stuff and i thought that was very clever 
or like, you know, explaining how the more calories he has, the faster he can go because like, you know, he's just like depleting energy or how um, his suit is made to um, like get rid of piled up electricity. So that's why you have like because uh, of friction and all that stuff for like, you know, like, beca- you know, because of the laws of friction. Uh, his suit is made to be able to withstand all of like the speed and everything and <clears throat> how uh like the way that he runs pretty much like okay they don't explain why he runs the way that he runs but to me as a runner it makes sense because when you want to go faster you want to cover as much ground as possible so you know you take longer strides it makes sense but I don't expect it to be like, I'm expecting it to be like this, like, you know, like long strides and everything. Um, also, yeah, I'm wearing a Batman shirt. It was not planned. Okay. It was a complete accident. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to the flash. Um, it was just like that, those details, I really appreciated them because it just adds more to like, okay, they do like to, they, they are trying to stay true to the source material um and it kind of obviously it's not realistic to be the flash but it kind of puts some realism and science behind it and that's something that i always appreciate in movies um and i don't know it kind of like i feel like it did it made a mistake of coming out right after across the spider-verse because across the spider-verse did an amazing job with the multiverse, made an did an amazing job on building a story with, you know, like including all of these multiversal spider people, um, and still keeping it a Miles Morales story and still, you know, building and everything. Cause I feel like the Batman didn't really add anything michael keaton's batman didn't really add anything to the story apart it somewhat did feel like fan service because he doesn't really learn anything from batman or you know supergirl is just you know oh we need you to fight sod okay um so i feel like that in the sense would kind of like i didn't like that in the in the movie nothing against supergirl because i think she did a really good job it's more of like the sense of like story-wise doesn't really make sense um because in like if you look at the flashpoint even if you watch the flashpoint movie which i think is really good the animated one he learns a lot from thomas wayne because he in in flashpoint like he is the batman and his wife martha wayne is a joker and it's a universe where bruce was killed instead of them so then like you know it just like trickles down all that stuff and then like uh, I think it's that Superman is was captured by the Soviets and then like all that stuff and there's like a war between the Amazons and the Atlanteans and all that stuff. So like there's like a lot of things that went bad, but in this case is the only difference is just like okay, Bruce Wayne is Michael Keaton and Supergirl is instead of Clark Kent and then that's it. So like there's no really big repercussions or anything with playing with the past and all that stuff. And the whole thing of him still changing the whole thing with a can of tomatoes and all that stuff was just 
them fucking with us because you made us believe that he learned from the past, right? Like he can change the past because it has repercussions and everything. But yet he still does the thing of changing the soup. You know, that that was like a slap in the face for us. I'm like, okay, like you really made me believe that he had grown up and like matured and, you know, like learned from his mistakes. Yet you still decide. And so it's just. I was very angry at that. I'm like, I can't believe you actually did that. Um, which is why I feel like I appreciate the CW's Flash more because the way they tackled everything with like when like the night of because this is I feel like when it comes to like Flash stories in the CW's Flash, it really does a very nice job job from beginning to end of wrapping it all together and keeping it concise. It's like everything's connected. And here it was just a joke. Obviously, I'm comparing a TV show that ran for like seven years, almost nine years to a movie. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of unfair, but it just they did a very good job with like that story there in the show. And, you know, like across the Spider-Verse, just everything about that movie was perfect um just everything like the story was great obviously like the cliffhanger of uh earth 42 miles being the prowler is kind of like bittersweet because in order for it to make sense you we're, we gotta wait for the third one to come out and all that stuff but overall i feel like across the spider-verse was a very fantastic movie it i don't know if i like it more than into the spider-verse because i feel like i do need that third part in order for it to come full circle because i feel like it it is like across the spider-verse part one and across the spider-verse part two so there's like it's similar to like empire strikes back you know that leaves in that cleave cliffhanger and all that stuff so i'm we're, we'll see we'll see what they do but you know like the flash i feel like i, I was upset as how the flash ended up being because I can see myself in Barry Allen a lot or in the sense of like you know like the love he has for his mom and like learning to come to terms with the past and stuff that he can't control but you know wanting to change the past but knowing that it can have repercussions in the future and all that stuff I'm not saying that I can travel back in time and change everything but you know it's like that that feeling that I wish I could I would have done things different or oh like now that I know this I wish I would have known that earlier and I would have done things different or just like you know like knowing that certain events will change the way you see things all that stuff or like you know even the things of like always being late to things or forgetting things or all that stuff like I feel like the the human aspect that they of Barry and that movie was very good and I really did like that so just like the fact that it just they threw it all away with like the thing of like the flash the superhero side of it you just threw it all away um and then like I loved the cross of spider-verse because the dynamic of the family of Miles family is amazing like just everything with you know like the classic um 
Hispanic household, how like, you know, just like the love of like the parents towards the kids and all that stuff. Like it's something that I really relate to and all that. So I really liked that movie in that sense. And like, um, you know, your parents always have the best intentions for you. And sometimes we don't realize it until it's too late or, you know, like the whole thing of like, there is like, who is, oh, I thought I had clicked something. Sorry. I like who is, who is society to determine what is supposed to happen? You know, like all that stuff of like, oh, like him being tired of like people telling him what to do and like you know he's just gonna do it his own way like it's something that i can relate to because like i'm i'm doing things different over here <laughs> but yeah i don't know um i tend to gravitate towards films or movies where there's like the character development and like the growth of the character if if I can relate to it or find something that I can relate to in the character, I'll always gravitate towards that. But anyway, um, we're coming up to the hour mark. So yeah, if you made it this far, thank you. You're amazing. You deserve some flowers. So here are your flowers. They're imaginary. Just picture them. Um, but Thank you for, you know, tuning in and watching another episode of Pretty Decent. You know me. I'm your boy. It's been real. It's a, it's always my honor and it's my pleasure. And I think I do like recording during the day because I have more energy. I'm not tired or anything. It's, it's going to be 7 p.m., which is insane because normally I'm recording at 9 p.m. and I finish at 11. But, yeah, thank you so much for you know, giving me the time of your day. And if you made it this far, um, your boy has a day soon. Okay, I'll see you guys real soon. Bye, take care, peace, I love you. Bye.